Welcome to the Holistic Wellness and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimberly Ann Marsden, holistic psychologist, astrologer, and Reiki master. On today's show, I'm going to be talking with you about owning yourself. It's a really simple concept that's not so easy for most of us to do. We're going to delve into how to do that as well as using tools like Ho'oponopono and other ways to make sure that you take back all your power and you accept what's yours and leave for others what's theirs. So here we go. Hello, hello. Today I am flying solo and I'm going to be talking about taking responsibility for yourself and leaving the rest for other people. And what does that mean? (laughs) Well, it means a lot of different things. To me, what it means is we really need to take responsibility for our own experiences in life. And that means our thoughts, our emotions, our actions, our spiritual connection, all of it. We're responsible for ourselves. But the other thing that we need to keep in mind is we are not responsible for other people's experiences as human beings. And I'm not talking about parents being in charge of children. That's a different issue, but I'm talking about in adult relationships or um, peer relationships for adolescents, that type of thing. And what I mean by that is you'll hear people say all the time, um, you know, Johnny made me cry. Okay. Um, no, Johnny's actions created something in you. It may have triggered something in you that had you choose to cry or you reacted by crying. Somebody else can't make you have an emotional experience. And it's really important that we differentiate that. Because once you realize that, it's really, you take all your power back because we like to give it away to everybody else and say, well, they made me do it. They did this to me. Well, no, people are responsible for their actions, but how we choose to react is on us. And what we really need to become aware of are those triggers within us based on past experiences, childhood wounds other things that have happened in our life that have made us very sensitive to specific types of interactions, words, body language, all kinds of things. And so what happens is when our body senses danger, we react. And at that point, we're coming from our midbrain. So we're not processing what's happening. We're just literally reacting impulsively and instinctively. And, and it's our, way, our body's way of trying to protect ourselves. It's a survival mechanism. But we're trying to do a little more than survive here. We want to thrive. So in order to do that, we need to start becoming aware of what's ours. And to become aware of what's ours, we have to be aware of our own emotions and what actions by other people, be it their words, their um, body language, their own emotions, their the way they're expressing themselves energetically, et cetera. We need to be aware of how we're feeling in that situation and own how we feel and figure out 
wait a minute, why am I feeling angry right now? A lot of times we feel angry when we feel like we have no choice, but we always have a choice. We may not like those choices, but we always have a choice. So it's really about saying, am I reacting by trying to win this argument? Am I getting embroiled in an argument just because I'm trying to show the other person that I'm right and they're wrong? Because for some reason it's triggering something in me and I feel the need to be right. I don't know. You know, you have to take a look at that and say to yourself, wait, what am I doing? And own that and say, wow, that's my shadow coming out. Me trying to be really competitive and win the argument and show that I'm right. And this person is wrong. And you realize that that's your issue, not their issue. And once you start to see the patterns of whatever your own experiences are and how you're showing up for yourself, how you're showing up in relationship to others. It really gives you a clue about what's going on internally as well. And most human beings would much rather take a spotlight and shine it on someone else than turn it around and put it on themselves. And yeah, why do we do that? Because it's way easier. It's way easier to shine the spotlight out on someone else and say, oh, that's on them. No, it's on you. It's always on you. You're always responsible for your own experience. And I think one of the most powerful things I've ever read regarding that concept is Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. If you haven't read it, I highly, highly suggest it. And it's a true story of his experience in the concentration camp and his survival through that. And you see that at some point along his journey, he realized that his internal experience, they took everything away. They took everything away from him, food, clothing, uh, all kinds of external, everything externally they could. And they tried to inflict as much suffering and harm on him and the other people in the camps as they could. But what he realized is his internal experience was his own and they could never take that away from him. So he survived by making sure that he stayed connected to himself and to his own strength, what that meant for him. And he wasn't going to give that away to anyone. And he was going to do whatever it took to survive. But he realized that the experience he had in the prison and in the camps was going to be dictated partially by how he chose to take in what was happening around him. And he talks about how when people gave their power away and they felt helpless and felt hopeless, they died. They didn't make it. You know, on the march, it was brutal in the winter. And when people's spirit was broken and when they felt they no longer had control over their own life and they gave that inner peace of themselves away, that's when he said, that's when you would see people's will to live was gone and they would die. And so it's a very powerful reminder that we need to be aware of our own sovereignty, of our own strength 
spiritually, emotionally, physically, and mentally. And when we own that, it means we're responsible for everything that comes into our life and we're responsible for our reactions to things that happen in our life. Instead of reacting, what we want to do is we want to create space so we can make choices. So think about that. It's kind of like things happen in life and you can react without thinking about it or you can create space and process what's happening as best you can. Not always easy. And if you can't, afterwards, that's a different process. You know, there's going to be times where you're going to be triggered and you're going to react and you may not react in a way that aligns with who you want to be. And then that's where self-compassion comes in. And that's where you need to take a look and say, you know what, I'm doing the best I can and forgive yourself for that. But part of owning yourself means we own our mistakes and we own them in the sense of we don't hold on to them. You know, owning yourself doesn't mean that you take the biggest backpack you can find and stuff all the rocks of your mistakes in it and drag them around behind you. No, uh uh-uh. Owning yourself means that you're going to take responsibility for your well-being on all levels and that when things no longer serve you, you release them. And there's a lot of different ways to release them. One I want to mention now is an ancient Hawaiian practice for forgiveness and reconciliation called Ho'oponopono. And Ho'oponopono was originally used in communities for people to work through conflict. And there were rituals involved with it in a whole sacred ceremony and potentially a feast and, you know, bread breaking after once things had been resolved. But there was a process that families and community members could use to work through these things. And the biggest thing about it was this was a safe space. And in this safe space, the expectation and the intention was for people to openly express their feelings and release their feelings and release each other. So people would come to this session and express how they were feeling about what happened with that other person or people, listen, and then they would release the the emotions, the responsibility, and reconcile. It was a beautiful example of forgiveness. And that really was a way to hold space in a sacred way for reflection, repentance, forgiveness, and gratitude. And that creates a completely different dynamic when you create that type of environment. But I want to encourage you to understand that was done communally. Not that you can't do that now. You certainly can. You can do that in your family. You can do it with your friends if you can set up that sacred space and however you would like to do it. But the other thing that you can do, here's the shocker, you can do that with yourself. 
everyone needs to be able to forgive themselves because most people I meet are carrying a backpack, a really heavy one that they just don't need to be carrying. It can, all of those things can be released if they're no longer serving you. If they have a purpose, then they'll stay in the backpack. If they don't, they need to go. And Ho'oponopono, the thing I love about it is it's so simple, and yet it's so absolutely profound. Can really find some very incredible transformational healing. And basically, some people call the four phrases a prayer. I mean, you can think of it however you would like. You can think of it as a prayer. You can think of it as affirmations. You can think of it in whatever way serves you. But the statements that are typically used for Ho'oponopono are, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. Now, you can say that to yourself. Because we tend to be really hard on ourselves, really hard as far as our expectations. Some of us, you know, when I say own yourself and leave the rest, some people want to own everything. They want to own it so much that they don't want to let it go. And that's not what we're talking about here. What I'm talking about here is owning it in the sense of being awake and aware, accepting it, but then releasing it. And Ho'oponopono is a very simple, concrete way to release things that no longer serve you, that don't need to be in that backpack anymore. And it's really as simple as saying, I'm going to say it again. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. It took, I don't know, 15 seconds to say it. But really, if you are genuinely, if your intention is to forgive and move forward and release things that will shift the energy. And like I'm saying, you can say that for yourself to yourself. You know, if you do something, you know, all humans, we make mistakes. We're not perfect. When you make a mistake, rather than getting angry at yourself, remind yourself that, you know, you forgive yourself, you love yourself, you're doing the best you can. And this is one way, one way to do that. You can also bring it into a relationship. You don't need to actually say it to the person. You can think about that person and you can say that to them in your mind, you know, visually and as a way to release the tension in the, in the relationship, release the tension that you're feeling regarding something that may have happened or may or may not have happened, but you feel needs to be addressed. It's all part of owning our human experience, because really we are spiritual beings having the human experience. And by that, I mean, we are spirits that are in these physical bodies, experiencing the wonder of all of our senses. And because of that, we are energetic vibrational beings. And because of that, We need to own ourselves on all levels and we need to honor ourselves in ways that support our spirit, ways that build us up, ways that enable us 
to transform, to grow. We're not looking for perfection. We're not trying to create some unrealistic ideal. Here, what I'm saying is turn inwards. Turn in, connect to who you are, understand who you are, and know that that's enough. Know that that is enough right there. You have everything you need within you. You just need to come to acceptance of all of yourself. And let me tell you, you're all magnificent. I can guarantee it. People are really so much more magnificent, more amazing and incredible than they give themselves, you know, credit for that. They believe that, you know, people have some amazing talents and just so much beauty and love to give, and they don't see it in themselves and that stifles it and wastes it. So I'm telling you, you have a purpose here. You are, you wouldn't be here if you weren't meant to be here. So the point is to connect to all that you are and bring it, bring all of it, bring all of it to the world and watch how amazing it becomes as you become aware of all that you are and all that you can bring to the world. It raises your vibration and it raises the vibration on the planet. It really does because it's just a whole lot more love, peace, harmony, and just beautiful gratitude. And it just starts with owning who you are and how you go about the world. And the more of us that do that, the more incredible this world will become. So I challenge you, I challenge you, I challenge you to step up and really step in, step into yourself. And yes, I'm not going to pretend that it's always going to be easy. It's not. It can be darn right scary to turn around inside and go inside and see what am I being triggered by? What are my shadows? And by shadows, I mean those things that are there to teach us lessons. Those are the places that help us to transform. And it's very hard for a lot of us to accept that there's parts of us that may not come off as stellar and that's okay. It's even more than okay. That's where the growth happens. So when you come across those places in yourself that you say, oh, I'm not so proud of that. Well, then I'd say, well, get to be proud of it because that's where not proud of it, but get to know it because that's where the work happens. That's where the transformation happens. So just start paying attention. That's my challenge. Start paying attention to yourself in relationship to yourself, in relationship to how you go in with others. And I'm going to go even further than that. I'm going to say, look at your relationship to Mother Earth. How do you treat nature, animals, insects, all of the abundance that is out in creation? Do you own yourself enough to understand the impact that you're having as you go through your day on whatever's around you? Are you connecting to it and being mindful? Owning yourself means you own all of your experience and how you take yourself through the world. Meaning how you interact with other people, how you interact with other things, other creatures, 
nature, all of it, all of it. You bring yourself everywhere you go, there you are. So you can't escape yourself. (laughs) That's the main thing. You cannot escape yourself. So stop trying. Distractions, they only work for so long because really what's inside is absolutely beautiful. What's inside is absolutely beautiful. So don't be scared. Pay attention to it, honor it, and be it because that's the you that you're meant to be. So I'm keeping it short today, but keeping it real. So on that note, I'm going to head us over to the Sparks of Wisdom. And my daughter, Isabel Ann, will sing the Sparks of Wisdom for us. Sparks of Wisdom, oh, 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 oh. Sparks of Wisdom, oh, 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 oh. Okay, for Sparks of Wisdom. First of all, I want to say we are responsible for our experiences in life. So own all of it. Own all of your experiences. Understand you're responsible for them. And that's a great thing because you get to make the choices that align with who you want to be and and how you want to live. And the other thing I just want to repeat is that there are ways to release blockages, blockages of energy, blockages of emotion, anything that's getting in the way of you completely owning all your power. Ho'oponopono is one of those, but there's many ways. The main thing is to own what's yours and to leave for others what's not. Other people are responsible for their own experience. So don't get trapped into taking on what's not yours. Leave it. You got enough to deal with. (laughs) We all do. So I hope in this short episode, you came to understand that really it's vital for all of us to have compassion for ourselves, to forgive ourselves, to accept ourselves, but to embrace all that we are, all the power that we have. And understand that we are very powerful beings and that when we go inside and we connect with ourselves spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically, then we become in alignment with ourselves and with all of creation. And that divine spark within ourselves is lit. And when that happens, we are owning our power. And when that happens, we are able to serve the purpose that we came here for. And we're able to bring our unique gifts into the world because every single person has a purpose and every single person has gifts. All of you that hear my voice, you have gifts. You are gifted. Believe that and own it. That's what I wish for everyone today is for everyone to own all the gifts that you have and own all that you are. So as always, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me through email. I'm more than happy um, 
to answer any questions or assist in any way that I can. Till next time, be you, be love, and be present.